Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, welcome to the shit show, Murgatroyd. How? <laughs> that actually made me laugh. So today, what, what 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 are we talking about? Okay, so the other morning, you know, we got to do something we rarely get to do, which was sit and talk. And I'm not exactly sure how the gods aligned oh, that I know, morning. I know how it was. Was she not here? No, what? you your friend was in town for the weekends. You got up early to take her to oh, the yeah, airport. Oh, yeah, I was up at 5 a.m. So you were up at the time when I was up, which means that we had- <clears throat> was not up. <laughs> and uh, we were able to actually have- Like a, an hour. We had a conversation for an hour. I don't know that we have had a Sunday morning conversation for an hour. That wasn't about business or or, or to-do lists or tasks. But regardless what it was about, the fact that we were able to actually have it- <laughs> So we had this conversation and, you know, we are moving to Italy. So we've made a decision that we are moving to Italy. The timeline is not as certain as we are about the actual event of moving, but we believe it is going to be in the next, uh, let's call it two years. So we were sitting and and chatting about, you know, what it's going to be like and what we're excited about because we're actually getting really excited about this decision And I told Rob, I said, I just, I love him in Italy. Like, I love you here too. (laughs) So don't get me wrong. But there's something about you when we are in Italy that is different. And I told him, I said, you don't twitch. Like, you don't walk around twitching. Twitch, I twitch. I'm a twitcher. He... And there he, you go. It's it's off. Um, uh, he walks around and Flipper has uh, blown blown her spout. Oh, he, he's referring to our kindergartner in the other room doing kindergarten. Here in the U.S., 
he walks around kind of twitching and he has more things on his to-do list than he has time for. He double books, triple books himself. So he's in massive overwhelm. And, you know, it's interesting because all of this was provoked. This conversation was provoked from my friend Chris being here. And she asked, we were sitting on the beach and she said, what is different living here than living in Atlanta? Because she was my friend. She lives in Atlanta. She was my friend in Atlanta. Is Atlanta, she asked about Atlanta or Italy? So she asked, what's the difference living here versus living in Atlanta? And also what we believe the difference will be living in Italy. And so there was a really interesting conversation uh, that she and I kind of had on the beach about it and about what the differences are for us. And, you know, one of which was, how Rob acts. And when we're when we were in Atlanta, it was um grinding, finding a coffee shop, and then which of the three restaurants will we go to dinner to? There was no outdoor life. There was no like we lived in a high rise. We lived in a fish tank. You said how Rob acts or she said how Rob I, acts? I did. She okay. asked me what the difference was in living in Atlanta, California, and then Italy, mm-hmm. and how I perceive those to be different. Okay. And so Atlanta to me was very kind of one dimensional. It was like we woke up, we went to work, we went to school, we, you know, found a coffee shop and we sat in the coffee shop and worked. And then we ate dinner. Like it was very like whatever. There's not like on the weekend you go to the mall. It was very Truman Showy. It was just like there wasn't a whole lot of life there, right? Mm-hmm. Now we come to California and the, ironically, there's no like coffee shop culture. You don't go to a coffee shop here and people are like working. That doesn't exist or at least I haven't seen it. And where well, we- in, Well, in, 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 fair, in fairness for people that are like living in LA and go, what are you talking about? There's coffee shops everywhere. California is filled with coffee shops. Right. But right now, number one with COVID, most of them are only outdoor only, which is not a big problem here in California. But in the small town in which we live, there's one coffee shop. Yeah. And that one and no coffee one shop there. has like one table that's outside that they're not even that's using. That's what I mean. So it doesn't, it, it exists, but not where we live. But there's not that, that culture the culture of sitting and working all day in a coffee shop is not a thing here. We live a life here where things are outdoors, where you work until one and you go to the beach and everybody is living an outdoor life. All the kids walk to school for the most part because it's like one square mile, right? Um, The kids are playing volleyball on the beach. They're bike riding, they're skateboarding. Yes, they use their phones, but they're not just sitting inside, you know, on their phone all the time because I see them all at the beach all the time or I see them outdoors and in in the parks and, you know, whatever. So the difference for me in what Rob and I had a conversation about that morning was, you know, in Atlanta, I feel like there, there was like not a whole lot of things going on with your senses. If you think like sight, touch, you know, hearing all of those things, like your senses, there's not a whole lot going on. You come to California and you can smell the ocean and it's sunny and there's life. And so there's a bit more on the senses. But what we figured out is Italy is an assault on the senses nonstop. And I think the more that your senses are awakened, the more awakened you are. So Rob, to get back to the difference I see in you, in the U.S., Atlanta and here, you walk around with um, 
telling me how much you have on your list to do today. But when we were in Italy, you, you're writing. The, the biggest component that I saw come out of you was your ability to write like under the Tuscan sun style. Your ability to sit and be present in a moment. Like you are never present in a moment here, ever. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it, it, it until somebody sort of points it out, you don't really see it. So, you know, part of the conversation that we had over the course of that hour, we when we when I said it or you said it, I don't, I don't recall, we both went, oh, shit, that's, that's exactly what it is. And Kim alluded to it a moment ago when she said, you know, all my senses come alive. And here's the thing. It's a bit of a mind fuck because... Living in Atlanta was, for me, no knock to Atlanta. I have tons of friends in Atlanta, and I do love the, the city of Atlanta. It's a, it was a great town. It was perfect for me. But for me, it was a five. You know, it was just a scale of one to 10. It was a five. And when I moved to California, when we moved to California, it went to a 10. I mean, it felt like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. The weather's perfect every day. I'm surfing. It's like swimming. vacation. It's, vaca- it, it's literally <laughs> perfect. But there's this thing that's been calling with Italy. And when I go to Italy, it's a 10. So it's like you have these two things in your mind. It's like, well, this is a 10. How can this be a 10 and how can that be a 10? And they're so different. Because one is perfect sunshine and the other one, it's like it could rain, it could snow. And like Rob's a weather geek. So he's obsessed with sunshine. But when you're there, you walked in the rain and loved it, right? Yeah. So, you know, the difference when, you, when you're looking at the, the, you got a 10 here and you got a 10 there, you, you're trying to figure out, well, what's the difference? What's the difference between the two? And the conversation that we had really highlighted what the difference is. And the reason why we're sharing this with you today is I think that you'll be able to see yourselves um, in this story. So for those of you that have been to places that inspire you, and it could be Europe, it could be Hawaii, I don't know, whatever it is for you, it it typically winds up becoming, when it's really, really engaging for you, it winds up becoming an assault on your senses. So for example, you know, when I'm walking down cobblestone streets in Rome, the, you know, the, the sensation of my feet walking on the cobblestones is quite different and makes you- You mean in the stiletto when you're tripping? When I have heels, yeah. (laughs) And it it makes you think about the horses that, you know, may have been drawn through, were drawn through those streets on carriages. And as you're smelling the, the smells of, as you can imagine, even if you haven't been to Italy, as you're smelling the Italian food from the- the pastries in the morning uh, to the, you know, dinners in the evening, you, certainly your olfaction, you know, becomes alive. And then visually, Florence is uh, the city that inspired us the most. Florence is, you know, I Googled what is the most beautiful city in the world and Florence popped up as number one across multiple different uh, places. So you're you're visually in the city that is so unbelievably beautiful because it's it's quite literally designed by Michelangelo, right? So now you've got this visual and you got this smell, and then you have this, you know, this 
sing-song sounds of the language that is a you know this cacophony that is surrounding you all day long that you know just sounds beautiful i mean no knock to germans but the language is you know is a bit more guttural right so it doesn't it's not that beautiful well, it's not a romance language it's not a romance language but when you hear italians something about it even if you don't know what the fuck they're saying something about it is so inviting and you know i can go on and on but you get the idea and when i when i compare that to to living in Hermosa, I can't do the same thing. I can talk about the feet on my sand when I get to the beach, but that's kind of where it stops. And I can talk about looking out at the, you know, being in the ocean and smelling the salt and looking out over Catalina or Malibu while I surf, but that's kind of where it stops there too. And I can't listen to the sounds of the language. I can't hear. Um, I, I don't have the deep connection. Well, there is a California style in language. Just Google Saturday Night Live Californians <laughs> and you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. So it, it, it is a 10, but it's not a 10 in that way. And so that led us into a much deeper conversation. So, you know, we're trying to take you guys on a journey with us, right? So, you know, many of you have been listening to this since we've been in Atlanta and we talked about, you know, our desire to move here. And it was certainly a step up. I mean, it was certainly a massive improvement. I mean, anybody would argue from a five to a 10, this is great. But now we're looking and saying, okay, well, you know, once you've tasted, you know, chocolate, you know, you know what the bench line is and the, the you know, the benchmark is, and you want to, you know, you want to hit that standard. So because we've been to Italy and we know what that feels like, we couldn't figure out what the hell was missing. Like why, like, what are we complaining about? But there's an inner being, there's an inner voice, and there's something inside of you that's saying, you know, in our case, that's whispering Italy and trying to figure out why, and I think I've mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. When I had a conversation um, with a, a coach friend of mine, you know, he, I said, I'm just really confused because I love, I love California and I love Italy and I don't really know where, like where the fuck I would live. You know, like what's, they're both tens for me. And he said, well, if you have two years left to live, where would you live? And that legacy question for me, was super clear in my answer. The answer for me was Italy. And I was like, okay, well, why is it Italy? And then that then led into this, uh, this conversation. So I think there's a, a couple of points here to mention. I think in America, we get so lost in work and work is my passion and work is my this. And I think a lot of it is just excuses for more work. And the American dream, right? This country is founded on the American dream where you can keep growing. And there's so much beauty and wonderfulness. Is that a word? In that. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Um, but the flip side of that kind of work and work and work is here when we go out with friends and we meet up with friends for dinner or whatever, the common conversation is, so what's next for you in business? What's the next course you're working on? What's the next thing? What's what's your next thing you're going to hurdle and tackle? And, you know, that's the conversation pretty much nine out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. And when we go in Europe, that didn't come up for four months in conversation with people, unless we brought it up as the Americans. <laughs> and it wasn't there, so again, like I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater here. There is an element of 
of work and entrepreneurship that's exciting and you know great and you can achieve great things and do great things and it's amazing and i think that we do it to a fault and i think there has to be a bit more of a balance so for us having the natural american drive in us but plopping our asses in italy is kind of the hybrid that we're looking for. That way we can truly live the expansion of life because life is so much more than work. And when you're in a country like that, when you're around people that life is the priority and not work, that there's a there's a more well-rounded fulfillment. And I think that's the thing that invokes it the most. So although not everyone can or even wants to pick up and move to another country, I think there are things that you can do in your current day-to-day life to, to acknowledge, are you living with all of the senses? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's a lot of what you said in there that, that really rings true for me. And a couple of things were popping up that I wanted to, uh, to highlight for, for people that are you know, trying to figure out what's next for them and what does their dream life look like. And, or figure out what I'm saying after uh, two cups of coffee. Well, you know, we, <laughs> we, have, we have sort of become the poster children for you know, helping people live their dream life. And it's not because you know, we woke up one morning and said, let's, let's go out and become the dream life people. But we, we wanted to expand our life and we wanted to make it better. And, and as a result of that, you know, we're, we're taking a bite out of lots of different uh, pasta, you know, try, trying to figure out what, what are, what, what, uh, you know, what works best for us. And, you know, I think you have to ask yourself, what is it that is expanding to you versus you use the word expanding and that stuck out for me. Mm -hmm. What is, is it expanding you or is it contracting you, right? Everything is either expanding or contracting. There's, there's an inner knowing inside of us, the internal guidance system, right? That inner being, that self, that inner GPS that is taking us on the road. And we're constantly getting, you know, feedback of what it is. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh You said, you said something to me this morning that made logical sense to me, but there was something inside of my being as you were saying it, I was like, no, but it made such logical sense to me that I'm like, yeah, of course that, that makes the most sense. Let's just do that. But inside me, I was like, no, that's a really not a good idea. And I'm learning to listen to that contraction that I'm feeling versus the expand, like, oh, that is an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and the reverse yeah. is true too. Like when you, you know, when you broach the subject, and I don't remember how it came up, it was probably Sunday after a couple of mimosas, but, you know, when we broached the idea of like, you know, after like, you know, I was surfing or whatever going like, I love it here. You know, the conversation comes up like, hey, you want to move to Italy? What, what are you talking Like, I'm, I'm really happy here. Like, I really, <laughs> I really love it here. And we moved our entire life across the country to have this thing. And yet- it was expansive to me and it felt good to me. It wasn't contracting. So listening to that internal guidance system on where to go next and how to go next and not listening to necessarily the logic, right? Like I can have a conversation with someone about their business and they'll be like, yeah. And so the next thing I'm gonna do is, and they talk about this massive undertaking that's about to happen or like they want... I was actually talking to somebody the other day and they own car dealerships. 
And they were like, yeah, I'm going to add a third one by the end of the year. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. And she's like, I am so overwhelmed, so stressed, so this, so that. And I was like, so let me ask you a question. If you're really overwhelmed, why are you adding a third one? And she's like, I don't know. It's the next step. And so sometimes people take on this massive stress because it's the next step to success. Because again, what's your next thing? What's the next level? The bigger, the better, the bigger, the better. Like what happened to living a life and going, God, I'm living a really amazing life right now. And why don't I put some energy into other areas of my life instead of just business that are gonna light me up? And I'll tell you what, mark my words, when this when we make this shift and we make this move, I think business-wise, we are going to explode to a whole different level because we are we are going to be living in in our most creative aligned self. And that's where I think people like go a little awry is they're not aligned in where, either where they live or what they're doing or how they're living. And once they get into that alignment, that's when the success happens. And for us, I feel like our alignment is is in Europe. I feel like our creativity is in Europe. I feel like taking that step back to get re-inspired. I feel like for us, that's what it is. For other people, it could be a million other things. But I feel like alignment is what is what creates that trigger for massive success. Yeah, what's interesting about this is, you know, we've gotten I, I don't know how many comments on on iTunes we have that are that are five star. I'm going to I'm going to blow our own horn here for a second. We've got a lot of five star comments. You guys you guys are raving. Thank you. And if you haven't commented, go go leave us one. You guys are raving fans and this, you know, it, it really is a big deal to us that you listen to the show because we really, really listen to your feedback. Every message you send us, we read and we have a discussion about. We talk about, you know, is this something that we want to share? And invariably we do. I, I would say nine out of 10 times when you guys make a suggestion, we will touch on that subject. And how about all the people that reach out and tell you <laughs> that you need to be a better husband? <laughs> yeah, that's- After that's, that last episode. That's, an, that's, another, that's another one. Um, and but, he's a great husband for anyone that has reached out. <laughs> But here, here's what I wanted to say about that. I'm pulling him off course right now and his brain is frying. That's okay. I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> um, I wanted to say- Five oh, star comments. That there's, there was one one star comment. And the one star comment was, I'm tired of their American bashing. And Ooh. I'm I'm sensitive, and it was it was like a year ago. I'm I'm sensitive to it because you know once somebody puts that in your in your mind, you know you're you're sensitive and you want to you know be politically correct. So you know I hope that this doesn't come across as American bashing in any way because it isn't. It's more it's more of a dream life thing of what lights us up. And it, you know, it could be, it it could be that, you know, it was Hawaii. So it's not, you know, it's not America per se. It is for whatever the reason is, our personalities are lending itself to finding inspiration. What happened to being a global citizen? Like, so America aside, America bashing, I'm sorry, me dispiace, but that was in Italian. Uh, (laughs) That was a good way to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, you're probably whoever's Ameri- whoever hates the American bashing is um, probably not currently listening. But it, what happened to being a global citizen? Like somewhere along the line in this world, we were just one world, and then we drew lines in the sand, quite literally, and divided ourselves. So, what happened to just being a global citizen, which is what I I 
think I am. I mean, our both of our families were only like second generation in this country. Like we weren't the Native Americans that were here for the last however many thousand years. So I am a global citizen and I can appreciate the global um, cultures and the things that every culture brings to life. And what I love about Italy is that they value the past. They value history. They value their elders at a different level than America. And you can say it's American bashing, but it's not. In America, we live to work. We work, 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 work. That's what we live for. We live for the bigger house, the bigger car, the bigger this, the bigger that. We live for that. In Europe, it's different. And listen, they have their problems too. So in, in check us out in two years when we're going to be talking about the, all of the things in Italy that are driving us crazy. But it's okay because this is what this is our podcast and what happened to being a global citizen. Okay, there, I'm done. Feel good? No, I have more, but okay. I'm... But, uh, we'll, no, stick, we'll stick a pen in it. I'll do it later when off air so no one has to listen to my diatribe. There's an, I wrote a, a blog post, not a blog post. I'm calling it a blog post now. I'm using Instagram as a blog these days. And I wrote uh, in Instagram uh, a post um, about this topic. And the section of the post was um, creatives need creative environments. And what Kim talked about when she took a flight to uh, back to Atlanta and I was in Rome with Sophia, I had some, you know, downtime when we were, you know, eating pasta or whatever. Um, and she was like, <laughs> you know, like 24 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, like when she was, when she was just like on an iPad or whatever, I had some time, I was by myself, you know, so I had some time and, you know, to look around and write. And I went back um, during this conversation that we talked about and I read, Kim taught me how to, I didn't know how to do this. She taught me how to look back within a time frame on my Facebook and um, I read what I wrote. And I, it was, I, w- I couldn't even get through the sentences because I felt like I was literally reading somebody else's writing. And it looked, it seems, it seems silly to me because, you know, I'm talking about, you know, the, the apricot moonbeams moon coming <laughs> off the, their, the terracotta roofs hitting their olive skin. Like, I don't even know who the fuck I was. It was, it was very <laughs> strange that what was coming out of me. And it was what, very beautiful what was coming out well, of thank you. Well, thank you. But, it, but, it, but that, Whoever that girl was is not in these shoes today. Okay, so I am. I am not that person. And you are that person, well, but not not presently. I, I'm not. You you get the idea because your motivation is different. You get the idea. Your it, motivation it's what we, it's is what we, different. It's what, but, it's, it's what we talked about with the assault on the right. census. The the, this, the assault on the census is what brings. But that this out. is a positive thing, not a negative one. So what I'm what I'm trying to get to here is that creatives need creative environments. So. The environment that you're in will dictate how you behave and how you are stimulated. And I really got that point when we had that discussion last week and I was able to, you know, listen to Kim talk about how I was behaving when I was able to look at the writing that I was doing. And it really made me realize how much that makes a difference. The The other thing I wanted to say is... It's really important. I'm using I'm using an app called Day One, and um, every day I will. I'm, I'm using it for Sophia uh, particularly, so I can document for her through every year things that just she and I mostly do, and things that our family does as well. And I, at the end of the year for Christmas, I print a book. And it's basically, I take a picture of something that she and I did together or we did as a family. And then I write one or two sentences. And it's just simply a, a journal entry. 
And it produces this hardbound, beautiful book at the end of the year. And so every morning when she wakes up, she jumps on my lap in the morning. You know, after I do my meditation, we read another, I, I call it a reading from the gospel according to Rob. And we read, <laughs> we read, uh, we read another page of it. Oh my God. And this book is an interesting book because it, it begins, um, day one is us moving out of Atlanta and then it goes through four months of living in Europe, and then it goes to living in California. And it, it's it's like the last day of Atlanta, the entire chunk of Europe, and about a month or so of living in California. And reading the Italian part, I can watch the progression of how things change in that year. You know, there's a book, I can't think of the book now, but a book is about a guy who rode the trains effectively from, you know, Russia uh, through Greece and, you know, through Italy and all that. And he talks about how the passengers who came on the plane uh, no knock to Russians, the train. The, the train, no knock to Russians, but he talked about how the beauty changed as he went through Sweden and Australia, and not Australia, that would be a long train, um, Sweden Austria. and Austria and Italy and et cetera, and France. And he talked about how it changed. Well, this book gives me that similar sort of perspective in how I changed and the words that I chose to write. So I found that I'm super creative. Now, I think when someone makes a move to something that is completely different, where there's new language, you know, the food is quite different. I lose weight every time I go there. Isn't that great that you lose weight eating pizza, pasta, and drinking wine at lunch and dinner every day? It's very, very and strange. Yet you lose 10 pounds? It's very, very strange. But that new environment keeps you on your toes so you can't slip into the Truman Show. You are fully present because you are seeing something for the first time. You're hearing something for the first time. You're like and a baby. You're like a baby and everything is new. And exciting. No, I'm sure that'll get old after a period of time. And right now, this is the rocket of desire that we have. This is what's expanding to us. And and the, you know, you never get there. You're on your way to there. There's a journey. And so we've got, you know, another 18 months of of California. But what what we get to do now, which is really exciting, which is to live in an environment that is beautiful. We love it here. And this is really important. Wherever you are, don't don't hate on where you are. Love where you are and be excited about the next journey. And so now, you know, our conversations are, you know, sitting in beautiful sunshine and talking about getting our, you know, new Italian life together. And in my particular case, I'm working on Italian citizenship because of my ancestry, but we're also doing different things. <clears throat> and this is a, this will be a podcast for another day, but we're looking at our lives now and we're starting to realize that there are things that we've put in our lives that we love. I love coaching. She loves doing her network marketing business, um, but it's not the totality of our whole life. It's we want to spend. You know, I'll be fifty-five this year, and you know, people retire at this age. You know, and so I am looking at the second half of my life differently. And part of looking at the second half of my life is ensuring that there is income that is coming in to take care of it. So we're in the process now of creating automated businesses 
that will allow us to have money. And we're spending the next 18 months focusing on those businesses to make sure. Okay. Okay, so this, hold on real quick. Th- this show has gone uh, a little bit long. Sophia is on a break from kindergarten. Okay. She wants to say a quick hello. Sophia, put put your Hi. headphones put your headphones in. Can we're talking about moving to Italy. So you're a six-year-old little munchkin, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a big move for you to move to Italy, right? Well, I love it out of Italy so much. I just really like it there. Yeah. What are you most excited about, about moving? Well, the new house, a lot of stuff. I love move, moving. You love moving? <laughs> yeah. It's super fun to do. Are you excited more about the pasta or the gelato? Um, Both. Both. Pasta gelato. Pasta gelato. Okay. And are you excited about your new school there? Or are you nervous? Or? I am both. I'm excited and nervous. I'm mostly nervous and pretty excited too. I'm both of those things. I don't know who's going to be there. I think I'm just going to have so much fun. Yeah. I'll just forget out. Sophia, I have a question for you. Do you remember, I haven't, I haven't prepared you for this, but when we were in Italy, do you remember how you would meet children who didn't speak the same language as you? And you would have to introduce yourself and you'd have to say, hi, my name is Sophia. Can you tell me if you remember, how do you say my name is Sophia in Italian? Um, Sophia. Look at that. Beautiful. That is a perfect way to end this episode. And also grazie. To say hi. And grazie. Perfect. Perfect. Perfecto. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And if you want to grab our free Dream Life course, then um, I recommend that you text the word Dream Life to 310-388-9724. That's it. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 